This is the That Guys a Maniac podcast, a video game podcast hosted by myself, Gunzi11, and my colleague. Colleague? Wow! <laughs> <laughs> my workmate, <laughs> Richie. Say hello, Richie. Hi! <laughs> Uh, you've got this far, so you've found uh, the podcast. You can find all our stuff at www.guys.co.uk, or one word, or lowercase. And you can also follow us on the social media at that guy's a maniac, or one word, or lowercase. <laughs> cool. Uh, this week, before we kick off with the episode of intrigue and excitement uh richie do you have a video game quote okay for so me to guess yes i have i have a few that i'd like to for you to guess and i'm, I'm sure okay. you'll get it eventually okay all right so clue number one imagine yeah. i'm saying this in eric idol's voice okay who do you think you're poking i'm a great wizard i am i'll turn you into a mindless ugly toad gosh it worked. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If, if only I had another dimension, I'd teach you a thing or two. If only I had what? Another dimension? Yeah. Okay. I'm not a cartoon. I'm just dimensionally impaired. Okay. Hands off my pixels. <clears throat> Okay. Um. So, any any thoughts? Any clues? <laughs> any ideas where you're at? Um. So it's obviously some hilarious comedy game, and uh, it must be set in two dimensions. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting the feeling that it's uh, like a PC game. It's sounding like, you know, the silly quotes from StarCraft and Warcraft. Yeah. So, final quote that I have for you. Yeah. That's it. Pokemon in the ribs. Let's see what you can do without it. At that point, the um, cursor disappears. Oh, nice. Oh, all right. You can have it back if you promise to use it wisely. Great. And is it actually Eric Idle that does the voice? Yes. Ah. I have no idea. I'm kind of surprised that I don't have any idea, really. I think you do. <laughs> oh, is it oh, Monkey Island? Close, close. Think about uh, wizards. Is it that horrible Discord game? Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever play that? Yes. Several times. It's a really, it? really good game, yes. Did you ever beat it without looking up? No. Oh, well, yes, the second time. <laughs> <laughs> the first time, okay. there is no way you are getting that sequence of events. No, it was... Finding it was, some of those items. It was infamous for the beyond lateral thinking you had to do to... Uh, what, there's a really good example of something you had to travel back in time and plant and then go back to the future and... Yeah, so... You find out there's a dragon cult. They're wearing robes. Yeah. So what you do is you go back in time. You place a butterfly next to a lamp. 
that <laughs> lamp then causes a storm to appear just directly above, you know, the whole butterfly effect thing. Yeah. Just above the guy wearing the robes. So that he then takes his robes off, leaves them out to dry, and then you can go and steal his robes so that you can go back to the past and join that meeting. Amazing. Yeah, so you're using the robes from the future that the guy yeah. was wearing, yeah. and then you go in there instead of him. Um, and yeah, it's quite convoluted, because I think you have to stop him also from going into the meeting. But <laughs> even just following the guide it's glorious uh, it's such a good game um but rather than waste it all right now what are we going to be talking about this week farley <clears throat> good question richie uh this week we are talking about pc games it's not politically correct games ah <laughs> oh, no way <laughs> no, 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 i just i just cracked a whole bunch of no, in fact, several of them will not be politically correct. Yes, so we're going to do uh, our PC memories. Yes. The well, one fuzzies we get from um, thinking about PC games. Yes. Um, so, we, we had a brief exchange before we went off and did our research, our respective research into PC games. Yeah. And you... So. mentioned that perhaps yeah you don't consider pc as a platform yeah yeah <laughs> talk me expect? through that <laughs> <laughs> so uh if you've uh if you're uh i've been a long time reader uh to the podcast and listener to the blog you <laughs> will uh have caught on that i'm not a huge that sounds so weird and this is part of the problem actually I'm not a huge PC game <clears throat> fan just because it's uh, such a nebulous category right it's like you know saying that oh yeah I, I'm a huge DVD watcher <laughs> as opposed to Blu-ray watcher yeah oh yeah but Blu-ray and video absolutely not um, and there's something fundamental about the the ergonomics of uh, a desktop computer or even a laptop, really. Yeah. That just that just puts me off. Yeah. It, yeah. I whenever I think about PC games and PC gamers, um, and you know there are lots of sites for yeah. PC gamers, and they all tend, you know, yes, there's some lovely stuff. And you got, lovely little darlings coupling all the PC indie games um, <clears throat> but generally the uh, the PC gamer you'll find in the wild is a bit snobby yeah um, and you know there's all that problematic stuff about PC Master Race uh, not too long ago um, yeah and I, I did it form I have nothing against PC gamers but it just never really uh, never really, <laughs> <laughs> never really um gelled with me i always always felt like oh, this is a machine that's good for doing other things um and i just prefer having a it's so it's a totally weird thing it's an arbitrary thing it's a bit like you know uh your issue with uh handhelds yeah and, and yeah. how it stopped you playing certain kind of games um so yeah i never got and it's not to say i never played pc games 
No. But I, no. I, I, Otherwise, never, it's uh, be a very, very one-sided <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's never, yeah, it's never really considered a, um, a valid platform. Plus, I mean, on top of that, and I am, I am very lazy when it comes to this. There's all the PC game bullshit, which I live. Yes. I live yes. vicariously through you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> when you know. Square Enix port something or Capcom port something. Uh, and the... Fucking Resident Evil Five is the ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and just you know, I don't care enough to to have to stress about whether a game I've just bought is even playable on the machine that I own. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. So I think um, I want to try and classify and put a dividing line down. Um, or at least try to uh, in a little fashion because nowadays and I say nowadays as in like the past decade um, Mm -hmm. games have become pretty much platform agnostic and inclusive of PC. The only thing that really stops a game coming out um, is some kind of um, like Sony have the rights to I don't know uh, Final Fantasy or Spider-Man or something like that, both which came out in the PC, but um, they tend to come out on most consoles, especially all of the darlings that you were talking about as well. They come mm. out in the PC. You'll see them on the Switch Store. You'll see them in the the PS Store, and I'm sure there's an equivalent Xbox. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. that's the only category that kind of works the other way, right? They're, they're normally PC first. I guess it's because these indie developers are developing yep. on PC. Yeah, yeah, and then over time, we'll see. Sorry, carry on. Um, so I want to try and kind of put a dividing line. The only thing I feel at this point, and I know there are arguments against this, that really kind of push PC in a different dimension is the mouse and keyboard control system. Now, I know you can do certain things for certain games, like you can play COD with a mouse and keyboard on your PS5, if you do that, I don't think we would be friends. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's like, I think I want to talk about, or when we refer to PC games, I want to think about games that involve a cursor of some fashion. <laughs> do you get where I'm coming from? God, hide your daughters, <laughs> Hide your daughters. We're only talking about cursor games on the Pursuit Podcast. <laughs> Yeah, but I do. <laughs> yeah, I That's do. the line I'm trying to divide. I'm trying to like separate what a PC game can be because there is a, a big definition, a big difference between that and, and some others. Like you're not going to see StarCraft Two on you know PS Five, are you? I don't, do you? I, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, no. Um, yes, that'd be good. Yeah. And then, oh, but then also, <clears throat> okay. Have you got any more in your classification? Um, like obviously things like uh, like just what you mentioned there. Touchscreen has become sort of a new control method for Switch games, uh, mm-hmm. or not newish, but um, it is more viable. And so you can see certain PC games which use the uh, touchscreen and vice versa, and yeah, like that control system can work. But, um, yeah, no, I, I just want to kind of sort of, when we're talking about PC games, I'm thinking mostly about the ones that are a bit more exclusive 
that yeah. involved a cursor and a mouse and a keyboard <clears throat> or you know like that sort of thing rather than let's say oh i've had great memories of uh playing you know <sighs> i can't even think of an example oh the god damn it. chinese Some... room on ipad no i'm well like okay so i yeah i'm definitely lumping mac gaming in with pc gaming i hope you don't mm-hmm. mind that because that's just a thing even though the mac has a much more limited catalog but uh, no no what i was meaning was like i've had a you know a great time playing final fantasy 7 on or on the pc mm-hmm. and like yeah okay but that's you know in your heart you know that that is like <laughs> a sony game you know that is for the playstation and that, that sort of thing like very good that is a pc game it does technically qualify as one but we're not going to mm-hmm. talk about that today we're going to talk about the games that are truly pc-ish mm-hmm. you know yeah. or at least with proper roots and <laughs> and PC like 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 for instance we could talk about Doom. Mm-hmm. Doom like it it started off on the PC. It was mm-hmm. very much a PC. Yes, there are a million ports of it. Doom runs on every device, and it's actually got a really really good port on the Nintendo sixty four, which you were playing on your Switch recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the Dooms. So like. But we could talk about Doom without berating each other and saying, you know what, no, that's not a PC game. That's actually, mm-hmm. I played it on the PlayStation 1. Um, are we good to do that or are we going to Are we gonna get too semantic about it? No, I think... Yeah, By I we, think... I mean you. No, not me. <laughs> no. I think, I'm yeah, I'm generally, uh, thinking, generally thinking on the same lines. And what, what's interesting to me is um, with PC games, is it, they are games which have kind of been made around one of the worst uh, interfaces for playing games ever. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, and again, like there's a lot of people will make that argument. You know yeah, that yeah. Three, if you were if you were you know doing it from scratch, okay, how are we going to do? You, you would never be like, oh well. WASD on the keyboard kind of <laughs> looks like up, down, left, right. Yeah. <laughs> you have a hundred keys and, and a mouse and uh, and uh, what's it? These other things. Okay, so let's let's keep it. Um, let's keep a uh, like a, like a... <clears throat> uh, yeah. I know what you. I know what you're aiming for. Yeah. Good. Um, and it also yeah. It also starts to get really messy when I stop thinking. Of tablet gaming and mobile gaming and you know where's the line is a mobile yeah no no let's let's, let's keep yeah let's games. yeah let's move the tablets and things like that out of the way yeah. let's try and think mouse and keyboard sitting in front of a monitor yeah in the garage yeah on your own yeah in yeah. the garage on your own <laughs> in the garage on your own <laughs> with the uh, soundproofing yeah. around you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. all your friends <laughs> in the room playing a fun party game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and you're playing uh, Diablo 2. Yeah, so... <laughs> um, it's but funny... Also, be- but hang, on, hang on, hang on. One of the things that I never understood, or certainly when when PC, PCs became more available, right, or when, you, when your home had a computer. So for me, 
There's no real difference between like an Amiga yes. and a PC. That is something I wanted to touch on as well. Great. So yeah, like yes, the Amiga a hundred percent, but the only real difference is like there were joysticks for the Amiga. Uh-huh. It took ages for there to be joysticks on the 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 PC. In fact, they adopted game pads quicker than the, the, the joysticks and stuff like that. So really, so I don't, I know nothing about this this uh, yeah like timeline. So tell me about it. So well, I, I mean. I'm sure there are people like, oh, no, no, I had a joystick. Oh, uh, Space War was played on a joystick. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but like, you would get um, airplane peripherals and uh, like these crazy joysticks for yeah. like uh, crap. Um, and I, I'm saying crap because they were crap. Uh, like airplane simulators and stuff like that that were pixelized. I'm talking quite a while ago, you know. Um, and yeah, like, you didn't just get a gaming joystick. You had game pads that you could use, but again, it had to be in some kind of a port. And not there wasn't an agreed standard. USB wasn't the first sort of port that you got on a PC. Yeah. So the universal serial bus port. Sorry, <laughs> uh, guys. Sorry, yeah. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> didn't come in. Uh, it didn't come for a long time. So that, like, you Gen didn't. Deep. But uh, if you think of a, a Mega Drive um, or a Master System port, yeah. do you remember that sort of like fifteen pins? And yes, uh, yeah. yeah, okay, that worked on a Commodore sixty four. That worked mm. in the Amiga. That worked in your Master System. That worked in the Mega Drive. You you had a universal control system. But there was no no equivalent on the PC, no no port to plug that into. Mm-hmm. So that that that's I think that's why that kind of gaming never took off, and why we were stuck with uh, mice for so long as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, but let's not we've, we front loaded this with negative things. I think yes. obviously there are some huge advantages to PC gaming. Uh, then and now, right? One of which is uh, you're not kind of stuck with the out of the box machine. Um, if you want to, you know, uh, overclock or, or you know these these games we've talked about before, which which you know would come out and be these benchmark games. Um, you've got loads of options there. Um, there's obviously mods, which you've mentioned a lot in the past. So um, and and in, and increasingly, yeah. you know, these are the kind of things that people. Would Tinker with uh, on kind of like a sidebar, and these days, um, many of the good developers, you know, kind of know it's going to happen. Adopt the good ones into big packages that they put together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, like you mentioned, um, it's uh, got a great suite of games because you get all the PC games. You also get the, uh, you know, a good selection of the non-exclusive games from. Yep. Other developers, uh, and then I think then of course of you do get PC exclusive ones as well. Like yeah, there are games that are just not going to run on a PS5. Like my examples, because of the control schemes and things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then you have the huge flexibility now these days. It definitely wasn't like this in the past. With uh, how you decide to play your game, right? With the uh, amazing arcade joystick. 
you know, various options for controllers, all those yes. weird mice keyboard hand things that yeah. <laughs> we talked about. Um we talked about previously. And um it's not really a huge part of it, but uh, I do like the genre of games which um, have come out of how gimpy the PC <laughs> is to play, right? So think about your co-ops, your goat simulators, your yeah. all, this whole suite of games that just wouldn't exist were it not for were it not for PCs. And then, it, amazingly, they've subsequently been ported, um, which I think is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, and then and then as much as you might think of PC, you know, I remember when where every time E3, well, when E3 classic E3 rolled around, um, you know, you'd find the uh, PC master race, as they would call themselves, complaining about you know old oh, game awards, you know, PC games don't get a mention. Um, it's still a little bit that case, I think. No, you know, nobody, well, basically because there's nobody there to represent PC, uh, or if you're listening to one of the game publishers, you know the the very end of the yeah. sizzle reel teaser trailer it will be like oh, also on PC but uh, when it comes to things like but I mean Fortnite, like Fortnite esports yeah. you know, yeah. all of these are, um, um, are supported by yeah. you know, all, all PC games basically. I'm basically running on great big neon pink um, sort of underlighted crazy yeah. machines and things like that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sponsored mice and, and uh, the gamer chair you know without pc games you wouldn't have the gamer chair <laughs> the, um, the the car seat on <laughs> desktop wheels yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the car seat now with cat ears and uh, and casters <laughs> and um, pink underlighting yeah yeah great so yeah but there's another another subsection to this which mm-hmm. And this is sort of a, a little side uh, thing that I found very funny. I mentioned to my girlfriend, because she's an avid uh, reader of the podcast. Of course, yeah. Yeah. That um, I was doing a PC memories um, one. And she says, all oh, right, PC games. What, like Solitaire and Minesweeper? Mm, yeah. yeah. And, like, she's not wrong. No. No. Not wrong. And also, I think if you if you add up the man hours on those games, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and the amount of enjoyment people have got from just watching, a you know a, a card bounce across the screen, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's, it's weirdly my um, my uh, general. Um, I would rather die than game on a PC. Rules start to fade when it comes to card games <laughs> <laughs> pretty much the only thing i use uh, i play i use the pc for these days <laughs> solitaire yeah. never mind word it's just solitaire, yeah, it was solitaire <laughs> um magic the gathering arena the Pokemon oh yeah TCG, of course yeah yeah um yeah it's a natural home there because uh yeah solitaire it's card games it's lonely it's sad uh, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, right. So I think um, starting at a point that you talked about, my first PC mm-hmm. came because my Amiga broke. Right. Okay. 
So the transition from the Amiga to my PC, mm-hmm. and my PC ran on floppy disks. It didn't have a CD-ROM initially. Yeah. Yeah. So Windows 3.11 came mm-hmm. on, I think, a few floppy disks. Um, but basically, you installed it, and then you had Windows 3.1 running off a of floppy disk. I believe you know the version... Uh, it was the final version before Windows 95. <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. And Windows 95 was CD-ROM. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> but it's I remember weird. where I was when uh, Windows 95... Oh, have you seen... Sorry, it's a minor aside. Um, but there's recently some footage has been doing the rounds on social media about... Uh, was it when Windows 95 launched? And... Uh, it's on a stage, isn't it? like Bill Gates and a bunch of other people, like super, you know, what you imagine to be nerdy geeks, are really awkwardly dancing on the stage at the launch of um, one of the windows. Oh yeah, um, probably. I mean, like they, yeah, I, I yeah, I believe it. Miss, yeah, listen, I, I ridicule you, but um, it's extremely cute that you, you know. And well, you were doing something the other day. Was there? Yeah, you. I mean, you could, you could, you saw something, and then you immediately identified which versions of Windows it was. Were we watching a film or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, you spotted a continuity. It's like, well, actually, that's uh, he's running that on Windows, and that didn't come out until. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, it's impressive skill. To have. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and I probably yeah. I blanked it no idea no memory of that yeah. at all right Ed, yeah. frequently have to google how do you find out what versions version <laughs> am i right currently running <laughs> so yeah windows 3.1 yes uh but what i was more trying to get across mm-hmm. was uh where we diverged our sliding doors yeah was you went from amiga to what platform for games. Uh, for games. Probably would have been. Probably the Mega Drive, really. Yeah. I think it was the first one we had in the house. And then later. Yeah, like later it was a NES. And then much later SNES. Uh, but so yeah. yeah, that that became the. the uh, that was the first gaming device under the TV. Under the TV, okay. Yeah. And the Amiga, was that ever under the TV? No, it was in the corner. In the sad corner underneath the encyclopedias. But uh, it had its own TV as well, didn't it? Next to the printer and the fax machine. It had a, it had a monitor. Yeah, a monitor. Okay, cool. Yeah. I just used my PC. Yeah, sorry, my um, Amiga on my TV. I had wow. a great big um, CRT TV. No. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Um, that's quite unusual. Do you think that's quite unusual? I don't think so. I mean, like... I had, like, my gaming setup was a SNES mm-hmm. um, and my Amiga. And I would regularly get up off my chair mm-hmm. and switch the aerial at the back. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so that I could play the SNES or I could play the uh, the Amiga. Okay. Yeah. That, that that was definitely a thing, and and accessibility to that aerial port was always a, an important factor in how I set up my desk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And then, uh, of course, you had Terrestrial TV. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Um, but yeah, that's what I, I kind of think is the diverging point. It's just like, I, I remember somebody talking about PCs. I got a cheap PC mm-hmm. from the Barras. I think I might have told you this. Yeah, we love the Barras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Games, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I, I got the the PC there, and then I proceeded. I think it's, it was like uh, X Office Supplies. Uh-huh. So it was a PC that it was basically you know how you have PC towers. Yeah. This was a PC tower that was flat. It was on its side. Okay. Yeah. And you went to put your monitor on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know where? Yeah. Cool. Uh, so I got one of them, and I installed a CD-ROM. I got a sound card and modem, mm-hmm. which was, like, that was epic, you know. Like, I didn't need two ports. I was able to get a, a sound card and modem all in one, which is very, very exciting times. Mm-hmm. Um, all for the ability to, to play Doom. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, uh, I think probably my first initial PC gaming experience was Doom and Doom 2 and getting very, very excited that you could get WAD files. Does that mean mm-hmm. anything to you? It's ringing vague bells, but yeah. Yeah, so WADs or WADs or whatever you want to, however you want to pronounce it, were basically levels, but you could get wads that would put like homer simpson noises in it and you'd be excited oh my god it's so funny he said don't when he died you know that sort of thing or like even better the cyber demon was just like barney burping you know uh, know? (laughs) that sort of stuff um and i mean that is like you feel quite um What's the word? They definitely get a dopamine hit from being able to actually make that work. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think that is my first PC memory. Just sort of, like, putting in the discs, the CD-ROMs, and getting Doom working to the point where you're able to sort of play about with the game itself. Um, I was shit at Doom really really bad at them it was a very expensive um amount of money that i spent on playing or setting up a game that i wasn't very good at <laughs> so this game's pretty hard oh at least there's a a god oh, mode iddqd yeah. <laughs> there we go um yeah what I is think, your first game pc well, gaming I experience say, i think that that tweak that tweaking with games that you do from very early on in the PC days, you know, is is the first step which led to you know, many people uh, either, you know, ending up doing these psychotic. They, I, I just remember in the early days of the um, internet and when video game sites were a, a real thing, you know, reporting on somebody's done something insane in The Sims. You know, these days it's Minecraft. It was Minecraft. You know, somebody's built a scale model of the Enterprise in in Minecraft. Um, but it, yeah, that that tinkering is certainly the a path which many people get addicted to and end up going into something to do with. Yeah, them. and it's so so accessible even nowadays as well. Mm. You know, um, it is uh, so uh, like 
you get like front end loaders for things as well. Like um like Resident Evil 2, you were able to like put Jill from Resident Evil 3 in there and it, it's like an easy thing to do. Or yeah. Final Fantasy 7, that that has got so much love. Like the Final Fantasy 7 game where they like input the um the characters from Final Fantasy uh Advent Children and and like you don't have like the small model, the chippy characters anymore, or indeed keeping Aeris alive and, and all that sort of stuff. And and of course, there's like uh, AI reproduced 4K backgrounds, you know, where where you would walk in and you think, oh god, this is just a pixel 2D bitmap. They've now upped it so it's actually pretty when you walk in and you put all these things in, like yeah. that sort of stuff is cool, really, really cool. There's also a baseline coolness with PC games as well. In that... Wait. <laughs> Steady. Steady, yeah. Steady. No, but like... Um, like, say for instance, like back in the day when you were using your old Voodoo 2 graphics cards and you're like, oh my god, this has got a full 4 megabytes of RAM. Insane. Out of this world. And now we're talking about 8 gigabytes and we're great big radians and you know g-force things the nicer those cards get the nicer the polygons and the graphics and the smoothing to these older games becomes as well sort of like inbuilt there's no well there is there there is a level of having to do certain tweaks and stuff like that but there's also just hey this looks better and it's the graphics card that's made this look better, even without like hideous tweaking or anything like that. So it's quite cool that there is an evolution. That being said, games that are made nowadays that are ridiculously, you know, gaming uh, CPU intensive or GPU, sorry, um, they become um, they they they're their own beast. Mm-hmm. It's just more fun that like archivally speaking these yeah. games still get some love yeah. assuming they were made with 3d polygons and not um 2d games like uh disc world <laughs> yeah. yeah or you know i have just that basic courtesy of making the game properly unlike kingdom hearts <laughs> which forces you to yes oh my to, god to watch a really shitty version until it allows you to change the settings that was worse than it did on playstation 2 oh my god yeah <laughs> so my uh to go back to your actual question my earliest pc memories i guess was when we got our when we got our pc i think it was um to do stuff right? for our parents to do work stuff um, and I remember we went to our computer store to buy one and it came with uh, Encarta uh, Musée d'Orsay and Swift 3D I think those are the first Swift 3D, why does that yeah. why does that ring a bell, remind me what Swift 3D is um, it's sort of like Desert Storm. Oh, wow, okay. Um, oh, and MDK as well. MDK? 
Yeah. A murder death kill. Murder death kill. Oh, I have not thought about that game in a long time. I know. <laughs> so that that was the um, you know what. So that that must have been quite late nineties. You get that PC then. Uh, yeah, like mid mid nineties, I think. Because we yeah. did. Because basically, we had the Amiga just for playing games, and then um, yeah, it was quite late when we actually got the, the PC and the printer and all that, and all that bollocks. Um, <clears throat> so that's the stuff that we got with it, and um, yeah, I mean, the first games that I remember playing were really. Like a quiz mode and in Carter. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, and exploring the works in the Musée d'Orsay um, and other kind of like CD-ROM stuff. Um, basically. Oh yeah. Okay. This is kind of this is kind of fun. Uh, and then. <clears throat> but yeah, uh, yeah. So like you 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 missed the floppy disk. Um side of things all, all your floppy disk excitement came from uh what's it called uh the amiga yeah the amiga and then um you know we'd have floppies for storage basically yeah part, you know i remember taking having floppy disks to save your schoolwork and taking floppy disks yeah yeah exciting um, stuff <laughs> i know i know and then uh, it was a really a big gap. Just didn't really touch it at all until StarCraft. Okay. StarCraft. Uh, my brother was a bit more of a PC gamer than me, so he got StarCraft wasn't that long after like MDK. Like, what is the timeline between MDK and StarCraft? Or is it just that you probably never had StarCraft? Yeah, no, we never had. Uh, we never, just one day, I think my brother just. just Starcraft in the house, and I thought, you know what, I'll play this. And that's a proper PC game, right? Yeah, it is. RTS is, although you know there are some notable ones on on PlayStation and other games, but those are PC games. But yeah, ninety eight was its first release. Okay, and MDK. Yeah. Oh, sorry, that's Starcraft. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like no, I I think Starcraft is quite a big. Uh, entry point for a lot of people that I know as well. The StarCraft and Warcraft series, you know, yeah. 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 Um, and I mean, personally, yes, spent a lot of time on those RTS games. Um, and I think they were definitely a defining moment, which sort of put it on a completely different level from, you know, Batman or RoboCop on the Mega Drive. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah, yeah, so it's it just kind of like wow, these these things are happening. Um, it wasn't too far off the PlayStation One and the N sixty four happening mm-hmm. too. So it was that sort of that sort of era, and all three were rising quite um, quite prolifically. Yeah, but it, I mean, it still felt like a big jump from you know the likes of Dizzy and Lemmings. To, yeah, <laughs> to yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. Swift, uh, uh, Swift 3D. Even though it wasn't a good game, just you know, looking at it, oh wow, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. And um, I mean, yeah, it, it is pretty much that sort of uh, jump between like Super Mario World to Super Mario 64. You mm-hmm. know, like finally 
there is the power to use polygons. Oh God, I feel like I'm an advert. Um, you're you're a '90s advert. I really am. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> specifically very late '90s. You know, <laughs> God. Yeah, um, uh, yeah, I can see it. It's the you know it's an advert for some kind of uh, graphics card made with you know, with some. Yeah, and you've got like the, the Pentium guys doing a little dance to play that funky music and yeah. the power yeah. of polygons. The power of polygons and then some, you know, ridiculously proportioned mermaid supposedly made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with triangle tits. Yeah, with triangle yeah, tits. Exactly. Um I've lost my train of thought. Where were we? Was that just derailing everything you were saying about nostalgia? Okay, right. Yes, StarCraft. Yes, very, very... uh, I think that is a very strong contender for, like... I mean, it is probably the uh, biggest PC game, StarCraft 2 or something like that, um, that, like, everybody will very much associate or have had some kind of interaction with. Mm -hmm. Um... I think Diablo is the same as that. Diablo 2. Yeah, the Blizzard games. Blizzard owned like yeah. PC gaming yeah. for a long time and yeah. still to a certain degree do, especially with an MMO. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. <laughs> yeah, well, an MMO, um, Overwatch, uh, yep. Hearthstone, you know, yep. a healthy number of people on all of those. Yep, definitely. Um, and yeah, but then the flip side is you do have Valve. Um, and Steam, and all of those games that they produce are, are more just about being a platform and accessibility for platform agnostic games, you know. Yeah, but Half Life yeah. was, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but when I said uh, Valve, I, I stopped myself. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ages. You ever played Half Life? Yeah, Half Life was the, the you know, oh, PC has Half Life. Um, for a very, very long time. Yeah, yeah. I played Half Life. Um, my brother picked. I still have it. It's down there. Orange Half box. Oh, yeah. No, that was. I ended up picking that up on another platform. Half Life Generation. Okay. Which had Half Life, but it also had. Hang on, I've got it here. I'm just gonna. <laughs> just, just <laughs> literally got it here on the three. Half Life Generation, which came with Half Life Game of the Year Edition, Counter Strike. Oh, okay, Counter Strike. Okay. And Opposing Forces. Opposing Forces. Yeah. Okay. Official expansion. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Listen to our Half Life episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just to get our full thoughts on, uh, on Half Life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, obviously, I can speak at great lengths about Half Life having played it for never. Mm. Yeah. Um, right. Okay, so PC games. I suppose first person shooters. Do we want to get into that argument now? Which one? Mouse and keyboard versus... 
uh, sort of, uh, yeah, sort of, like, yeah, I suppose. Do we want to do that? <laughs> Just ignore it, move on. Well, I think it's all... Uh, so, for those of you who don't know, for a long time, when, uh, I don't know, console babies and the PC master race were... Well, basically, the console people were busy having their own console wars throughout, and then occasionally some PC people would say, oh, but you're not doing it properly. Anyway, there's a big debate about, <laughs> about whether mouse and keyboard is better uh, for first-person shooters or a joypad. Yeah. I in recent years, that, that whole debate has just become meaningless, I think, because you've got these toddlers playing Fortnite on a tablet using touchscreen, just destroying, <laughs> destroying <Yeah>. everybody. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Um, but for a long time, yeah, for a long time, there was uh, uh, there's the debate. But I think it really depended. I think it really depended. So I don't really like. I, mean, I know you've played loads of them, right? Um, you you've just said you weren't very good at Doom, and you've never touched Half Life. There, you know, there, there were definitely PC first-person shooters. Yeah, no, look, I, I, I'm I, not a big fan of first-person shooters. There's very few that I am a fan of. And the ones that I have are usually, like, baby mode ones and things like that, or story-driven as opposed to... Um, Twitch. Twitch sensitivity. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, I am not very good at that side of things. So, like, I enjoyed No One Lives Forever or things like that and i played uh borderlands but again i played that with um a control pad um Mm -hmm. and yeah i mean i suppose you could throw skyrim and oblivion in there as well are they first person shooters Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah there are certainly first person like your counter strikes um and yeah and team fortress Wolfenstein 3D, yeah, all all of these. Generally speaking, yeah, I yeah. just don't like them. There's something about the, um, the sensitivity, but also the visual. You know, it, it was apparent when um, we finally started getting PC ports to consoles. Yeah, so you got and Quake you, and things like that on the, on the consoles, and yeah, uh, yeah. But, so Quake 2 was a great port, but some other ones you'd load them up and you go, oh. This is a PC game. Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> and it, it, there's not really one specific thing that that means, but it, it there's just a feel about it. Oh, this is a PC game. Yeah. Um, in terms of I don't know, visuals, turn speed. Uh, uh, yeah, because there's the, the, the still a level of trying to work out how PC games could be ported and hmm. the control systems could work on a console. And yeah, like, I, I'm 100% with you. But like Quake, the thing that everyone loved about Quake was not the one-player mode. It was always about PvP yeah. or the team battles and things like that. What was it? Quake Team Arena? Quake? Quake? What was it called? Something Quake, Quake Arena was Quake the Arena, third, yeah. the third one. Well, yeah. yeah. And, and then you also had all the Unreal tournaments. Yeah. But, like, that was... Um, that that was like going against other players and people who were good at those games, and I, I did not feel that was very accessible for someone like me. <laughs> well, yeah, that, and and we we 
stupidly kind of uh, uh, didn't really talk about it. But uh, obviously, playing games online, PC yeah. was doing yes. well. Um, even though, again, you know, some console nerd around, well, actually, the N64 was online in Japan in this prefecture. Um, but generally speaking, <laughs> really until... This prefecture? Sorry. <laughs> go on, you know, go on. Uh, until, really, I'd say the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360. Yeah. Um, yes, PlayStation 2, had, you know, if you're in Japan and whatever, you had some... And same I mean, yeah, what you need is the PS3 or the 360. As you log in, it goes, doop, you are now connected to Xbox yeah. Live. Yeah. That is the, the the level of a lobby, you know, yeah. that <laughs> was missing from yeah. so many games, you know. Yeah, and that, but that's when it, I just remember on, on around the Xbox 360 launch and playing Gears of War on whatever it was, Emergence Day. Um, we were just turning to each other and we we're like, and it and it works. It just yeah. works because we've been so used to, uh, to, you know, like setting up these really crappy you know, lobbies uh, and and lands and like, where's the cable to go on to this? And yeah, yeah. Oh no, we can't do that because he doesn't have the right modem. <laughs> yeah. So until until then, you know, it it, it was happening on it was happening. That's when consoles really joined, and now we don't. You know, now we, it's kind of insane to think consoles being uh, the bigger difference. Obviously, P- PC had that much, much longer reliable history of yep. the online community and file sharing and playing against each other, and you know, really the rise of all those games, which are now esports. You know, really the heyday of those first-person shooters. And yeah, but like think... even 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 Diablo One had an online component. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you could go in and you could go in with your characters and you could kill other characters and get their ears and stuff like that. That was yeah. like, that is like, that was a multiplayer experience that you just didn't exist. I, uh, or couldn't exist on the console market because, you know, like an N64, there was no gates for that. Um, and obviously Nintendo, they don't like that because of all of the creeps online. But um, yeah, like another game which uh, I think I've talked about before. Sorry, I why well, I said three sixteen. Sorry, three. I actually meant Dreamcast, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The Dreamcast that that actually had oh, it was a fifty six k modem. It wasn't even like plugged into your cable. It mm. was like or your broadband. It was it did dial up. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. insane my brother played low, he played uh, Fantasy Star Online and Final Fantasy 11 was on there or was that no no no, no. Fantasy Star Online yeah yeah now I'm mixing up with the Playstation 2 it had it's modem as well yes I, n- I never knew anyone who ever played it no <clears throat> but yeah um but yes uh, shooters online. Shooters online. Thank you. Uh, so, like uh, a game, I think I've mentioned before, Vampire: The Masquerade mm-hmm. um, Redemption. It, it, it's a great game, great storyline. It's probably like I, I played it again recently on uh, GOG, uh, good old games, um, and um, I, I I could sit and probably spend you know another 10 hours going through that story mode and be a happy person and enjoy that 
it's a bit trite, it's, but it's fun. Um, it had an online capacity as well, mm-hmm. which was straight up RPG, like proper you go in there, you dress up your character and you are playing and you're going, my lord does giveth thee thine, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Like straight up online LARPing. And this was like 98-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just gave people like who were doing things like muds and mucks and yeah, yeah. all these kind of crazy, uh, we haven't even talked about that. You know, the Dwarf Fortress shenanigans and all of these people who are playing these text-based, mm-hmm. massively multiplayer online RPGs, you know? Yeah, well, I was just about to, to kind of say, and then, you know, like things like Ultima uh, Online came along, and uh, a little bit later, EverQuest. And this is, this is, for me, this is around when video game journalism started to, happen yeah uh, yeah and so me me and my friends at school would sit around you know, talking about oh yeah this one game and this guy's king and then you know the king got killed in this world we're talking about uh there's one called messiah which i think is a david cage game which had david bowie in it do you remember that uh is that the one where you you go and inhabit other people's bodies as a, as a little cherub yeah yeah that's the one yes um, uh that was 2000, okay, so not too long after. Uh, and, you know, none of us could play it at the time, but uh, it, was, it was these stories which were coming out of these these huge PC games where you could have all these interactions with other players and you'd be yeah. playing online. Um, that just really blew our mind, um, you know, about the possibility of, of uh, what video games can do and what was happening, all these crazy things which were happening on PC games. Uh, and then, of course, that still exists with things like EVE Online, right? And all the reporting that used to come out. Big happenings on that. Oh, yeah, of course, with, like, the the goon takeovers and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and the big swindles and, and you know, all these beautifully written narrative stories. And then you see the screenshots. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, really? All that's going on in what looks like... Uh, and but it's so exclusive it's an exclusive club you you mm. could join eve and you could not see or touch or be part of any of this yeah or yeah. even understand yeah how any of that works or what's going on yeah and yeah. you'll pay your subscription the same as everyone else <laughs> and you'll think is... you're part of it but you're not you're not <laughs> but trying to be a positive poly these are all the amazing things that that was happening on PC, right? Yeah. That was just just miles away from, uh, you know, whatever. So we're playing Sonic Three and Mario Sixty Four, um, whereas very much like you versus uh, you versus, you know, a fixed world that it's, that you've got to try and work out, um, versus all these amazing things that are happening when people came together. And <laughs> um, so, what was your next in terms of games? What was the next one after after filling around with Doom? Like what? Give us like the, the what, let's say what the five kind of PC games which really define your your PC. The five games. I mean, I yeah. think we've definitely touched on quite a few of them. Like your uh, milestones, I guess, when you think about PC gaming. <laughs> um, I think definitely like starting off um with DOS games. Mm-hmm. So these are the games where you had an option of loading Windows three point one with your disc, floppy disk, 
Mm-hmm. Or you could put in the disc of a game and then do the whole run, you know, c.exe or whatever, discworld.exe. Um, and, and so you could um, sort of play those ones. And I think from a DOS point of view, I'm going to have to say it. Definitely, Discworld was the big player for me. Um, I also had Beneath a Steel Sky, but I also had that for um, Amiga. Amiga, yeah. Yeah. I had all fourteen discs or whatever many discs (laughs) it came on, but I was like, I had it for CD-ROM, which was just wonderful because you know, like being able to play that. And not need to swap discs and all. Yeah, that I mean, just stuff. just that alone, you know, yeah. the visuals of that alone, like you know, oh, I can play really this this guy, and it comes on one disc. Yeah, exactly. And um, I remember um, again back to the Barras and the Hooky games, and again, I think this is a story I have actually told on the podcast as well. But Discworld, my mate had it on a gold CD, mm-hmm. uh, which also had a. Visual novel of the mask. Okay, the Jim Carrey film. Uh, yeah, but it was like uh, a comic book viewer. Yeah, and it had like sounds that went with it. So it was obviously some company was cashing in on the popularity of the mask. Yeah, and had taken the uh, the graphic novel and done sound effects, and it was done well. But that wasn't why we had that game. We were playing it because it was Discworld, it was Eric Idle, Tony Robinson, Sean Pertwee, and all these voices um, doing, like, Rincewind and stuff like that, which was quite cool. Um, and, yes, wasn't even my CD, but it's still one of my most treasured experiences. Mm. <laughs> like, playing were you a, are you a huge Pratchett fan? Um... Um, I went through a lot of the Pratchett books, um, specifically the first few ones. I I was a Rincewind fan more uh-huh. than I was any other character. Like I know it, probably a bunch of Pratchett people out there going, oh, um, but um, <laughs> I, was I fucking Rincewind. But like <laughs> everybody talks about the guards and vimes. Or the witches, yeah. I really, I really loved uh, all of the Rincewind novels. Magic mm-hmm. Abroad, the, the one where he was in um, uh, Australia and stuff like that. They were good, and I like him as a character. I love the fact that, like, he is rubbish He's and shit at things, and hapless, he, yeah. yeah, but good shit happens despite all of the horrible pain. That he goes mm-hmm. through, you know, yeah, and and I I don't know, I, I quite like yeah, I like Rincewind as a character, and I find it hard to like some of the other ones. Um, I I read the Death trilogy, oh yeah, but I, I got this as a present like one Christmas, and it was like this massive hard book, hardback book, yeah, and it was unwieldy, but I went through it all, um, and read it, and you just feel a bit emo at the end of it all you know <laughs> it's like as a character it's like i get it it's very adam's family tim burtony and you know uh what's the nightmare before christmas because yeah. well uh, he does uh death takes over from santa claus in one of yeah. the yeah 
Um, and yeah, I mean, fair enough. I think um, coming back to Discord, as as renowned as it was, you know, of course it also came out on PlayStation. As renowned as it was for uh, being a bit obtuse and very difficult, um, it's probably the one of the best kind of disc world adaptations because there's something about it. it they work so well as books, you know, and they're much loved. Um, but every other adaptation I've seen has just been really shit. Yeah, there's, like there was like a thing with David Jane, like a live action thing. David um, Jason. David, sorry, yeah, David yeah. Jason. It's just, just yeah, wasn't very good. Um, yeah, whereas Discord yeah. was, you know, is. A well, you got classic. Good Omens. Is that not Terry Pratchett as well? Yeah. But... Yeah, people like that one. Um, but yeah, like, um, oh god, I forgot what I was going to say. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, pointy Discord. clickies, pointy clickies, um, yeah. as, as they were referred to, were, like, that is a staple. Discworld still, to this day, stands the test of time. Yes, it's pixel graphics, but so is fucking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and it still has good voice acting, great dialogue, and just play it with a guide and you'll have fun, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then, of course, there was Discworld 2, which is equally as highly regarded. Um, but I remember the big difference with that was you launched it within Windows 95. So that, that, that's, that was a bit of a milestone, yeah, yeah. So you had, like, icons for games on your desktop. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, man, mental! Um, and, like, even in Amiga days... You remember there was sort of like sometimes you would have to launch a game from within Workbench, or yep. they would launch, or you they had their own little version of Workbench in them in order to get mm-hmm. them to launch. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, so that that was uh, those were milestoney for mm-hmm. me, and then I think it's Blizzard all the way. It becomes Diablo. Oh my God, that's great, Diablo two, um, and I did start buying. A lot of uh, games that were traditionally PlayStation as well. Mm-hmm. So as you know, I've got Resident Evil 2 mm-hmm. and Final Fantasy 7. Um, and I, I don't know why. I mean, I, I ended up playing both of them. And Resident Evil 2 became one of my most played games on the PC. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, then of course... Um, Diablo 2 used to take up a lot of my time and then I went to uni and that's when you and I will have met and do you remember what I was playing at uni? Yeah, you were playing Diablo 2 (laughs) Was I playing Diablo 2? Okay (laughs) Uh, You also played Lego Island for a bit Yeah You also played Sentimental Shooting Sentimental Shooting (laughs) So you shoot the it wasn't even me that played it. it was... Off of the girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit, the clothes off the girls. But yeah, it was Duck that was really into it. Do you remember? Sure. sure. <laughs> uh... Don't dismiss it like that. Sure. Hand um, it. Yeah. yeah. It was on your PC. Yeah. Everyone yeah, yeah, was logging yeah. onto your PC and downloading these games. Um, uh... Were you playing WoW? Well? Yeah, you were. No. No, no, no. Well, we're at uni. Really? Yeah, no, it didn't come out until after. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, um, I think I remember playing Nerf Ball Arena as well. Yeah. Which was basically Quake Arena, but with Nerf guns. Nerf, Nerf Randy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And emulation was always a big thing as well. Do you remember when I had Pokemon Ruby before it actually came out in the UK? I don't, I don't remember. No, yeah, it was like I had it on the PC and yeah, yeah. we you watched it and we're like, oh, <laughs> why is there a seagull Pokemon? This is big spoiler. <laughs> Don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, like uh, even it's mostly my my main memory of you is just playing Diablo two and occasionally playing Diablo two with uh, some of my housemates. Yeah, over network and shouting across. The- stories each other. Uh, yeah, and and like yeah. I don't think like Diablo two I mean it was fine, it was great, it was it was uh like even in halls, which was quite cool because there was a local area network in halls, mm-hmm. there was nothing required. It was just like, okay, I'm gonna go downstairs and log in, let's play Diablo two and like me and Jason would play for ages. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I think because obviously we were poor students, yeah, it didn't really go much further than the games that we already owned. Yeah. <laughs> and this is uh, in my mind, this is around the time that uh, retail PC games has disappeared. There were no like you know, they, yeah, they just weren't really in shops. Uh, no, no. Before, um, before unless were, uh, unless they were huge, like yeah, looking at unless, like yeah. say yeah, like um, like uh, World of Warcraft when it came out, you would see it on the shelves in Virgin Mega Stores or HMBs. Yeah. Again, putting like, big dates like, <laughs> on like nine, these sorts of things. Like nine copies of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's like you would go in and you would see rows upon rows of Xbox original, yeah. PS2. Yeah. Uh, games that are just done alphabetically, and then there'll be one thin stand on the wall <laughs> with PC written above yeah. it, and then like a bunch of games, and then some game pads that work on PCs underneath it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like it wasn't. Uh, um... But yeah, it took a long while before PC games were obviously downloadable and just. Uh, kept a standard. You still had to buy them in boxes and stuff like that, you know, for a yeah. long time. Well, it, we were with um, some of these PC games that I just bought off my shelf. They've all got their, you know, uh, key codes on the back of the. Yeah, yeah, of course, boxes, the license right? key. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what are some of those PC games that you have? <clears throat> oh my god, excuse me. So <laughs> I thought you were just doing a drum roll. No, no, no. So, <laughs> do you have a. Do you have like a modern milestone? Would you say after that? Uh, a modern milestone for PC so gaming. A modern milestone, like a, a PC game that encapsulates the last twenty years. Uh, uh, mm, yes, but not off the top of my head. Okay. Yeah. Would it be WoW? Anything between Diablo and WoW? I mean, there's been loads of PC games in between. Um, yes. But I'm just trying for to you, think. When you think, yeah. I think um, I dropped PC gaming for a little while, and yeah. I think I went over to 360 and spent a long yeah. time on the 360. Um, 
as my main gaming device. That being said, my PC was always used for, as I've mentioned before, emulation. Emulation was great. Going back and being able to play old console games, but <laughs> but in better definition. Yeah. Yeah. And so for me, the early days are, uh, I guess, MDK is with. Then um, The Sims. The Sims, Huge. okay. Yeah, of yeah, course. Like, yes, The Sims is definitely a milestone for me as well. Without, yeah. yeah. Just huge, huge amounts of uh, playing The Sims. And as we talked about uh, in a recent episode, um, when you, you know, customize, make your own skins for things, uh, and then all the expansions that came with that. Then uh, huge gaps between these. I got really excited about Darwinia. Oh yeah, okay. Spore is another one that is, is uh, that was in yeah. there. Yeah. So I saw I saw Darwinia on like uh, various games of the year type lists, and it, it sounded really interesting. So I bought it, but the the laptop I had at the time just couldn't play it. But it, it so I thought <laughs> this this game is awful. It's so slow, it takes ages to do anything. <laughs> it's because it was running it six frames a second or something um and then the um, the most recent era i guess really is the the card game yeah all the card games so magic arena and pokemon card game well they're saying that the the, the new pokemon card game app is so good that i just no longer play it basically. yeah <laughs> um is there anything else I think that's really it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, I didn't really. I don't have any of those sort of games like the the the, the Pokemon card games or um, Magic that I've sort of gone into. But there was yeah. Hearthstone counts, I think. Yeah, yeah, Hearthstone. Yeah. Um, I was like early adopter, and now it's just all bullshit. Um, I mean that's the that's the typical yeah. electrical card game experience. Yeah, yeah. Unless well, there you're playing <laughs> all the time. You take a break, you come back. The power creep is insane. Um, your, you know, your the game didn't amazing, work for me. <laughs> amazing decks that you you constructed are either yeah. they've either been rotated out or are uh, you know you can almost see somebody stop when you load up a game like oh my god you're still playing. <laughs> the meta from six months ago jeez not seen this deck for a while six yeah months. that's that's how they work <laughs> yeah um but yeah like what about browser games were you ever into like neopets or no no like the no none of that none of that particularly interests me or flash games i mean you know you could there's a whole other podcast just about yeah yeti uh, sports flash <laughs> games and and um, all the memes around around that yeah. I did. I did. Obviously, when um, Pokemon had a PC version, a uh, bit to it. Do you remember the Dream World? Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course, that was all done in, in Flash as well. Yeah. Yeah. For Gen Five, where you yeah, send a yeah. Pokemon to sleep and then you get to play in its dreams. That was cool. Yeah, that, that um, was nice. That was a nice yeah. plug-in. But then I guess this starts to. <clears throat> To end on a negative, this starts to bleed into one of my issues with PC gaming is unlike 
early consoles, uh, there's a lot of PC games that um, had a shelf life, right? And then just now unplayable yeah. because uh, they're online games and they, the servers were turned off. Um, you know, these, or the MMOs, or there were these. Yeah. But nice the, the, the MMOs always get some kind of weird resurrection. Uh, because the 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 server that like these games were using perhaps in like two thousand and four or something like that was hard to run and hard to maintain. But NASIs are just like uh, nowadays personal servers are dead easy to run, um, and therefore they get resurrected because like what it took to run a game in two thousand and four can now be done on someone's pc or someone's own little server um so like i remember there was um a game rising force online um which i got for free for some reason i can't remember Mm -hmm. what it was Uh, but it's basically an mmo proper grindy mmo and like it was ridiculously grindy it was like your first 100 hours is only getting from 1 to 10 before your you know your professions split and you can take dual professions which then give you you know like special only things that you can make and that's how you do things in the economy but you're actually just spending all of your time grinding on mobs that other people are grinding on as well Mm -hmm. um and I think that was what MMOs were for a long time. I think it was a general acceptance that sort of Asian culture wanted to grind the hell out of games, and then in the Western world we are we don't we don't like those kind of grind 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 games. And I mean, you could probably say that what was World of Warcraft is like. Well, it had quests in it, and they gave XP. <laughs> that was way less grindy than than some of these other games. Um, I don't know why I'm bringing up Rising Force. That is not a, a, a top PC game by any <laughs> fashion. Well, because it used to be an online game, then they presumably they switched off, but yeah. you can still find it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I I think it got resurrected recently, and I was like, oh no way. There's that yeah. game that I'm not going to play. You know. <laughs> and of course, yeah. like the private server community for World of Warcraft, is a whole reason Classic exists. Because people wanted to play that original. Yeah, know? and the, yeah, and that's and that's fine. But it, it, it just it's just the the model of the online game. You know, that's obviously one of the huge downsides to it. Um, and yeah, they do hang in there, um, and a lot of the time they hang in there because people are doing things that they shouldn't be doing in order to keep them that way. Um, yeah, but you know, now it, now basically on every system, right? The stack of games which I'm playing on Switch, which when they turn the servers off, I just won't be able to play anymore. Uh, uh, Pokemon Black and White as well. DS yep. game, you can't do that Yeah, yeah, no, like, anymore. I mean, well, Nintendo's, I mean, you're not going to get private servers for half of those things because they are super proprietary nonsense. Um, but yeah, like, I, I can understand why that wouldn't exist and why that would get turned off because they need to pimp their next generation yeah 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 and it's not like they haven't done it before you know gen one oh no you're not allowed to transfer to any other generation yeah, yeah. yeah. anyway 
This is about PC games. So yes. what about... Uh, do you have anything else to say? Do I have anything else to say? No, I think I'm glad that we kept it mostly on track about mm-hmm. um, keyboard and mice games. Um, yeah. uh, and uh, I'm sure that we can probably do another PC Memories game very, very easily um, yeah. uh, to just sort of like uh, bolster some of the things that we've been saying. But I think, no, no, I, I'm content with uh, going down this nostalgic trip with you and I definitely, definitely um, tangentialized on my own uh, nostalgia of the PC. So thank you for, <laughs> for, 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 for coming down that road with me. No, no, that's fine. And there are, there are, I mean, yeah, like, a, well, let's end it with how I started. The struggle to even nice and neatly define what PC games are. That sounds so wanky, but it's true. <laughs> um, you know, there's there's tons of stuff we didn't even talk about, like the demo scene, right? The, how you know, yeah, indie games uh, thrive on uh, the PC. We didn't even talk about Steam and everything that's done, and we didn't talk about, uh, um, you know, you mentioned emulation a little bit, but just the idea that that games can be kept and remastered and modded and. And, yeah, you know, a number of games that basically were fixed by the community. Yeah, I like GOG, like I briefly talked about as well, like the ability that I have to go back and play Vampire the Masquerade because yeah. there are PC gamers out there like, oh yeah, yeah, I like that old game. I'm going to make it so that that can be done and sold officially again, DRM free. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, so there's a hundred different things we could have talked about, but uh, yeah. obviously time is short. So yeah, maybe we'll do a, a PC Memories too. Uh, the very last note before we do sign off. Um, are you? What are you looking forward to on the PC? What am I looking forward to on yeah. the PC? I don't know. Like uh, When you said that, I, was, I immediately sort of thought, not VR. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when, I was, when I was asking it, I was also like, yeah, not VR. Uh, yeah, and and uh, thankfully, well, you know, it hasn't really happened on consoles either. But uh, yeah, it, it also doesn't seem you know it hasn't it hasn't <coughs> dominated the bandwidth of PC. No, I mean like like it's we have thing. Meta and Oculus is owned by Steam and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Uh, or <coughs> no, Steam have their own version. Oculus is uh, Meta, but like it was funny because uh, like people are sort of drawing comparisons to meta nowadays to second life mm. and like well yeah it's just as shit as second life i mean is it worse, is, is it worse than second life and that <laughs> yeah. was you know people get excited about that 20 years ago yeah but i mean like people were nuts for it <clears throat> virtual netting yeah. when for sale and stuff like that but yeah no, I think yeah. uh, let's bring this one to a close. And um... before I die as well. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe this is gonna be the last podcast. Fucking PC episode. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Listen. Uh, you do the thing. Uh, that guy's a maniac. <laughs> Why did he bite me? Hey.